0: Welcome to the Business Collective Podcast with Terry Fletcher. Weekly conversations and insights on how to go from employee to consultant in any business field where your years of expertise can be showcased. Take your career to the next level, entrepreneurship. Now, here's your host, nationally recognized healthcare consultant, speaker, and author, Terry Fletcher. Hello everyone. And welcome to the business collective podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. I hope everyone had a good weekend and you're ready on this mindset Monday to get back to the grindstone when it comes to being an entrepreneur. I wanted to bring a topic today to you that has been pretty much kind of popular when it comes to people asking me, you know, I'm really trying to look for that business potential and I have a hobby and I was wondering if you could tell me what you think. And so I've been really looking at a lot of outlines, a lot of business plans, and just talking to people about some of the insights they have and some things that they want to be able to tell if they can turn their hobby or what they really like into their business. So if you're like most people, you probably have at least one hobby that keeps you pretty busy and can also help you stay entertained outside of working as many hours as we do. Let's face it, now that we are working remotely and having to deal with changing things from working at an office to now working from home. I know I just moved my uh, headquarters of my office back into um, my home office. And I used to have both. But since my daughter recently moved out, and I've got an extra bedroom, I might as well do that. I've saved a ton of uh, money and um, expenses doing that. And so why not if if you don't have foot traffic coming in? But when you think about looking at your hobby and you think about how can you turn this into an entrepreneurial effort, you might practice woodworking, you might do abstract art painting, uh, maybe your thing is yoga, or you chart the patterns of the stars in the night sky. One of my hobbies happens to be uh, writing and podcasting on football. And so with that entrepreneurial mindset, it's tempting to think that there's some way to try to make money from this hobby in addition to bringing you personal enjoyment. But does your hobby really have business potential? But you have to look at it from a couple of different angles. So for example, I mentioned that I like football. Well, I'm lucky enough, actually, the producer that produces my podcast here for the Business Collective, I get to podcast for the Steel City Underground site, which is um, Steelers Football, an affiliate uh, for Joe Kuzma. And it's nice because people who hear me on that, I've actually had... Physicians hear me and um, been picked up some of my articles I've written them for that um, by some medical journals and actually been asked to do um, some uh, education and training because of my medical background. So that has turned into some monetary options just as a hobby. And I could talk about football all the time because I love it, but that's not. It's just not my my normal you know everyday thing. But what's cool is the fact that it's it is something i enjoy it's something that gives me personal enjoyment that has turned into kind of you know you you've heard me say this side hustle it's been something on the side that i'm thinking wow that has really opened up some you know some eyes orthopedic surgeons it's even given us a couple of sponsorships when it comes to the medical aspect but here's some of the things to keep in mind if you're trying to monetize this hobby So for a business to be successful, it has to be, have a way to make money. Even if you're pursuing this mostly because of your passion and just something you really like to do, you still need a stream of income to offset your costs and keep it running. If you're looking at as a looking to it as a business. So accordingly, you'll need some way to, and we call it monetize your hobby. And I just wanted to give you a couple of ways that you could, you know, maybe have some options to see if this would work for you. So the first thing is production. One of the most straightforward options for hobbies that involve physical production is selling physical goods that you create. So you can sell your art, you can sell your crafts and your structures for a price that exceeds what your costs are. That's the big thing. And thanks to now the prevalence of online platforms, this is a very popular option. Remember on Etsy or eBay or anything like that, Etsy alone has 2.1 million sellers And now you can also get on Amazon. Now Amazon takes a big chunk, almost 75%. But again, it just depends what your vision is. And if it's just something you like to do, maybe you like to write, maybe you just, you know, there's anything there for, um, blogging content, or, you know, you're trying to look and find viewership or readership. You can also make money just by attracting a sufficient readership or viewership, producing blog content or regular video streams about your hobby can be your route to a steady you know, audience. And from there, you can monetize your practice with sponsorships, affiliate links and advertising. That's the big thing about blogs. And I know a lot of you are thinking, Oh, that's my, you know, the YouTube person and all of that. And I'm not saying that you can automatically have the success that, you know, YouTubers that are rappers or YouTubers that um, are in the music industry or something like that right away. But I have seen that there's many that are out there, selling services, being what they call brand ambassadors, where they're they're really tagging shoe companies and certain um clothing companies and then they're wearing them and they've got to look to them. And so they look and see then, oh, people want to follow them to see what they're wearing. And it just builds from that point. And so then you get the sponsorships. Then you get people that want to link or copy or share your site. And then you possibly and potentially can get advertising out of it. So it's kind of a building block, if that's what you're, you know, into, if that's how you build content, or if that's your hobby, maybe your hobby is fashion, and you want to get out there and just really stream and, and maybe then move it over to YouTube on a video on what you want to do. So I have seen people, you know, take that kind of platform, and actually make some money off it. So again, it's it's something that you have to love that what you do, though, to really put it into that kind of um, work, because there is some work going to happen. Uh, that you're going to need to do. Because at some point, it does transition from hobby to, uh, to a business if that's where you're headed for it. I remember a podcast that I was doing probably a year and a half, two years ago called the bun life podcast. And we had a pretty good following to start. And I did it with a friend of mine who we actually are no longer friends at this point. So we kind of stopped it. But she was not really keeping up with it. It was just me doing it. And I already had four or five other podcasts. So it was really tough to do it as, um, as a partnership, because if you don't, if you don't have somebody pulling their weight, it's really tough. But I noticed as soon as we mentioned something that we liked on the podcast, because it was kind of a comical thing to do. And when we would mention something like Ivory Ella, which was, you know, a place that was more of a charity that gave to, um, the saving of elephants, but then they also had products or four oceans is one of my, uh, philanthropic areas that I like. And they basically, Uh, Clean all the trash out of the oceans, and then you get a bracelet for it. And when we started mentioning these things on uh, that podcast, they started contacting us because then word of mouth spread and asked if they could be on our website. They were now sponsoring our podcast, and we were getting all kinds of interest when it came to that. So that's kind of how it grows. You give some positive remarks about something, you show one of their products, and you kind of continue from that point. And it can build if you keep up on it, but you really have to have somebody, if you're going to do it as a partnership, you have to have somebody that's also going to put in the time. And one thing you don't want to do is, is from a hobby standpoint is if you decide that you want to monetize your hobby, you have to know or have a mindset that at some point it's no longer going to be a hobby. It's going to change to a working effort or your side hustle. Now, another option would be education, even if the others don't pan out and there may be a path to monetization of by educating people on how maybe you engage your hobby. So you can charge for lessons, um, private coaching sessions. I know I mentioned that on one of the business collective podcasts before a uh, group seminars and other webinars, cause everything's so digital. The only prerequisite is that you have a sufficient skill level. You know, what I do now is almost gosh 90% online. I used to do so many live seminars and um conferences, and now I do do live conferences when they are available, but the pandemic has changed that to zoom calls and things, and I'm already on schedule for next year but education is pretty big training people or having a conversation with a few people um can't that they're considering training or coaching people coaching is pretty big that's uh private coaching sessions right now if you have any kind of skill set or hobby or something that you like to talk about. So here's a perfect example. And actually, if my producer is listening to this, he'll find this funny. So when I'm dealing with podcasts, so I have several, and they're work related. And then also I get to podcasts for football for Joe. But as soon as I mentioned to Joe, Oh, you know, a society I belong to a work society would like to create a podcast. So he helps me facilitate it. He's my producer. And then I, I do the content and I let him know what you know what we need to do to do that. And together we create this. Well, then, people come to me because I'm the initial contact and say, I've already had four Terry. I want to do a podcast. Terry, I want to do this. Can you help me? And so not only is it something that maybe I'm going to become involved in from a monetary standpoint, because if I'm going to do that, I'm going to charge for, you know, to be a host or to be part of that. Cause that's my time. And I don't have a lot of time extra, but then also moving over some work towards my producer to give him more work and more independence, more entrepreneurial um, options there. So it's interesting how you can not only build your entrepreneurship by your um, hobby, because I love putting together podcasts that actually happen. Um, but also when you collaborate with people and people then are brought on in the project, especially people you can rely on and that's the big thing. Then you also help them with some monetization uh, for their you know work as well and what they do. So just a few ideas out there that, and there might be some more creative ways to monetize your hobby, but, The bottom line is, is that you'll need to find some reliable way to generate revenue. And this is possible for nearly all hobbies, but is more promising for some more, some hobbies other than others. And once you learn that a revenue stream is possible, you'll need to consider whether it can be substantial enough to justify the business expense that you'll have to put into to begin with or the business existence and really map it out before you get started Because if you decide to do it, and then you you drop it, somebody else could pick up your idea. But also, it really, it can leave a bad taste in people's mouth. You know, a couple things I've, I've heard people going, Oh, yeah, I did a podcast, or I did this business, and they dropped it after just trying for two to three months. So really think about it before you start really try to Decide if that's what you want to do, or if you just want to keep it a hobby, you just want to keep it as something you're doing for fun, then keep it that way. If that's something you don't want to turn into work, then keep it that way. But I really just wanted to talk to you about the options you have if you wanted to turn in your hobby of whatever it is that you're doing into something that can be monetized, something that can uh, generate funds, that can, you know, again, be a side hustle for you. And some of you may not realize that you have the expertise to do that. Think about something that you're doing that you're always doing that you're always trying to wanting to get back to after work before work that you're always thinking about. It could be music, it could be, again, facilitating a podcast, it could be uh, writing blogs, it it could be pushing a certain uh, item that you really like, and being a brand ambassador. Um, It could be shopping. I mean, who knew that you know, certain personal shoppers out there are going to be really popular right now. I mean, this might sound a little—I think they call it bougie—but I don't go to the grocery store anymore. Haven't been for years. I order online, and that's been a huge thing to do. That, and I know they make money doing that. And so, I, I really like the online services that are available now, not just during the pandemic, but just for convenience. You know, you can get online anything at this point, and that's been really helpful. So, if you're somebody that that really can take that that passion that you have. Um, the the hobby that you have, and put it into an entrepreneurial option, then think about what you do for fun and see if you can transition. And again, if there's anything that you can think of trying to figure out how to get it launched or how to get it started, direct message me find me on the web, you can find me on Instagram at Terry NCA, or you can find me on Twitter, Terry in SoCalif. So I do have a Twitter for my business collective, but I've kind of turned that into kind of my political platform and probably not something you want to do. You want to follow unless you're part of my political affiliation. So I'll just keep it. You can go to my sports when I'm always on that as well. So hopefully this conversation and some of the uh, guidelines or tips that I've given you can help you turn that hobby into hopefully a monetized um, side hustle or something that can really bring you into that entrepreneurial mindset to see where you want to go from that point. All right, everyone have a great week and a great day and thank you for listening to the business collective podcast thank you for listening to the business collective podcast drop us a rating and review on apple podcasts stitcher spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts check out our website and blog at www.business-collective.com